You're listening to the Ausleisure Podcast Network. For more details, go to www.ausleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the ausleisure.com.au Beginner's Guide to Microsoft Windows Vista. In this episode we're going to be looking at how to install and uninstall software and how to install hardware like a printer or a camera or something. Before we dive into actually doing the installations, let's take a second to talk about the difference between hardware and software, just in case you don't know what they mean. Uh, firstly, hardware, that is basically something that attaches to the computer, but it is a physical device, like a printer or a camera, basically something you can touch. Software is something that lives on the computer that you can't touch with your hand, it's just a program or an application. So that's a very simple definition of the two. Now let's talk about why we need to install and uninstall these things. Basically when you install Windows Vista from the beginning it comes with a bunch of programs that we've looked at in the past which are you know quite basic stuff like a calendar and an email application and web browser and a notepad etc. But if you want to add additional capabilities to your PC you need to install software to make that work. Now a good example would be the Microsoft Office Suite which comes with Word and Excel and uh, Publisher and all of these things which don't come by default with Windows Vista. You need to install those programs to make them work. With hardware it's obviously fairly simple if you want if you go and buy a new printer you need the computer to be able to understand how to talk to the printer. Now we're going to come on to hardware later on. So we're going to start with software at the moment and we're going to start by looking at where you can actually get these pieces of software from to install onto your computer. Now there are two main sources of software. One is out of a box like you would get from your local retail store, you go and buy it off the shelf, comes in a box on a CD or a couple of CDs or a DVD or whatever and the other way you can get it is to download it from the web. It doesn't matter which way you choose, the installation routine is pretty much the same. The only difference is with the CD version you stick the CD in the drive, close the drawer and what's called the setup routine runs straight away when you download something from the web you have to double click a program on the computer to start that setup routine. Now I've downloaded a package here which is all about Microsoft Zune which I've got from the web and I'm going to start the setup by double clicking this item here called Start Zune. And this is going to launch me into a standard setup routine. We've got our user account control permission request here so we know that we're looking to do this so we'll say continue and these installer routines are fairly common I mean they may look different between different applications for example the Microsoft Office setup routine will look a little bit different to this Zoom setup routine but in essence they're all much the same there are a series of screens which present you with information or questions you read what's on the screen and you answer the questions appropriately It's fairly simple when they go through a number of steps end result is that you have the software on your machine so let's have a look at this zoom setup one for example the first thing we're presented with is a user license agreement now you'll find this is a very common first step in all setup routines and we can either accept or decline 
the user agreement or we can print it out if we want to go through it in detail. If we accept it moves on to the next page, if we decline it comes out of the setup. So now we obviously need to accept this after having read it of course uh, in order to move forward so I'll click the accept button. Now what you'll find is the number of steps in a setup routine vary depending on the complexity of the, of the software you're trying to install. Sometimes they say do you want the typical installation or a custom installation. Typical means you've got less screens to answer but you've also got less control over how the software is installed. For the beginner using the typical installation is generally a good thing. As you get more advanced you can start looking at the custom installs and changing around the options to suit your needs. Apart from that it's a very simple case of next or previous. To answer the question click next, answer the next question, click next until it's until the installation routine has got all of the answers it needs and it will start copying the files. So here we are on step two of the Zoom setup. It's a very simple one this and we've accepted our license agreement in step one. Step two is do we need to change the location where it is installed to? Now I'm not going to, I'm going to leave that as default because the next episode we're going to be talking about managing files and that's where a button like that becomes more applicable. We can either install or we can cancel. So we're going to click install and what will happen now is you'll get some kind of progress bar as you can see at the bottom we've got this pink bar going across and the progress bar will sit there until all of the files required by that software have been copied to your computer. So here we are coming to the end of the installation procedure now. Uh, you would have noticed that the clock has moved forward by a few minutes because we actually paused the video uh, in the middle there because you didn't really want to sit and watch a few minutes of a progress bar going across the screen uh, but absolutely nothing else has happened in the intervening few minutes apart from the counters have gone up and the progress bar has moved along the screen and we can see that it's now up to 99% once you've answered all of the questions on an installation uh, program the entire process is automatic you answer the questions and you say go away and install and then you come back when it's done depending on the application in question that can take anything from a second or two up to sort of 45 or 60 minutes uh, for something large like Microsoft Office for example we expect that to take probably about half an hour to install because there's a lot of stuff for it to do there something smaller like a Windows Live Messenger for example takes almost no time at all just a, f a few seconds but uh, Either way, you just wait until the counters get up to 100% and then there will be a little message saying installation is finished. So we'll just wait for that and uh, continue once it comes. And here we are, the process is finished, the counters have got up to 100% and we've got a screen marking completion of the installation. Now we can either launch the application from here or we can close the installer. I'm going to close the installer and what we can see is that it's put a new icon on our desktop here and if we look at our start button and we go into our all programs we'll find that we've got a brand new uh, folder here for the Zune and we can now use this software in the way we would use any other piece of software which we've talked about in the past. So now let's assume that we want to uninstall this software how do we do it? Well it's actually very simple but not the direct reverse of installing an application. It's done through the control panel which is something we've looked at briefly in the past but we're going to look at a different section of it today. So if we click on our start button over here on the right we've got an option called control panel. So if we click on there we'll see the control panel 
screen and we'll be able to see quite easily that there is somewhere for uninstalling programs and here we are right in front of us we've got a program section and an option here called uninstall a program so let me click on that and we'll receive a list of programs that are currently installed and we can then choose which one we want to uninstall and the one we're looking at here is the Zune one which we've just installed so if we click on that we can then select the uninstall button from the toolbar here confirm that we want to uninstall it so we'll say yes we've got our user account control thing so we say allow because we are trusting this program we've used it before and now it goes through uninstalling and once again we've got a progress bar to watch so I'll pause the video so our progress bar has completed and we can see now that the Zune option the language packs are different in this case but the Zune option that was there before is now gone that means the application is uninstalled our desktop icon has disappeared and if we look in our start bar we can see that the Zune folder is gone so that's how you install and uninstall software we want to move on to how to install hardware now this is uh, considerably more difficult to explain to you uh, in a video because there are so many different types of hardware out there that uh, I couldn't possibly cover all of them but what I can do is break them down into pretty much two camps. The first camp is uh, those that are connected via a USB cable uh, which is like a, a square block ended uh, cable about three quarters of an inch to an inch wide and about an eighth of an inch thick that plug directly into the computer and those devices that are not connected that way connected via something else like the parallel port on the back of your machine for example. USB is the is the most popular way of connecting hardware at the moment it stands for universal serial bus and the universal is, is pretty much key there most hardware now comes with a USB adapter because it is so widely used in the PC world that uh, every computer has USB ports and most computers have multiple USB ports however the idea of a USB connector is that you just plug it into the machine and the Windows Vista understands the hardware that you're plugging in. Now in reality it's not quite that simple because let's say you've got a brand new device that's only just on the market that wasn't available when Windows Vista was written Windows Vista can't possibly know about it because it's written later than the operating system. So what you need are applications called drivers. Now what a driver does is it enables Windows Vista to talk to that hardware device. Now you can imagine that seeing as everything connects via USB that can be a printer or it could be a camera or it could be a headset, it could be anything and Windows Vista has to understand what is plugged in and know how to talk to it and these driver files provide it the information that it needs to do that so in order to install some hardware let's assume you're installing a camera for example it would come with a CD which contain a setup program almost identical to the one that we've just run in our demonstration and you would run that it would give 
Windows Vista the drivers so that when you then subsequently plug the camera into the USB Windows Vista says aha I understand what that is that's a camera made by such and such I know how to talk to it and you'll get a little indicator down here um, in the notification area that says yep I understand that it's all good we're ready to go if you're not using a USB connector and frankly nowadays it's very rare that you'll find a device that is not USB uh, connector that the situation is the same although it's a little bit more complicated you would still need to install the driver using the software that came with the hardware device that you're trying to plug in and then you would plug it into whichever port it plugs into or if it's an internal bit you'd need to uh, open the case and, and plug it in etc but you would then normally have to restart the machine so that it can understand it so that Windows Vista can understand this new hardware device when it starts up. Now I'd love to give you a demo of that but uh, unfortunately it's just there's far too many variants to give you a proper demo um, so you'll just have to take my word that that is how it works. It's not a painful experience at all with USB devices as long as you read and follow the instructions that come with the device. More often than not you'll only install hardware on a very occasional basis far more frequently you'll be using software installation so it's more important that you understand how software is installed and uninstalled so that's it and uh, next time we're going to be talking about understanding and managing files in your machine where to find stuff how to move stuff around uh, and what not to move around uh, just as importantly so um, hope to see you next time until then enjoy Thank you for downloading this podcast episode. We hope that it has been useful to you. Should you wish to be notified of new episodes as they are released, we would recommend that you subscribe to this podcast feed through your favourite podcast software. Details on how this can be done can be found in our Introduction to Podcast video located at www.osleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or would like to suggest comments for an upcoming show, please email us at beginnersguide at osleisure.com.au. Osleisure.com.au is not associated in any way with Microsoft Corporation and unless specified to the contrary, Microsoft Corporation does not affiliate itself with, endorse or sponsor this product. Microsoft product screenshots are reprinted with the permission of Microsoft Corporation.